Hello. I don't know why I always start the episode with that weird voice. <laughs> I have no idea why. Hmm. Hello. And I do it again. Um, welcome to Shift Happens. This is episode 12. I'm just gonna wait for maybe more people to get on while I wait for my guest. Once again, if this is your first time listening to this or watching this, um, Shift Happens is just a weekly, I go about twice a week with somebody, um, it's just to talk about the shift that they've experienced in their own lives and how it's changed their lives and how they've surrendered to these opportunities to pretty much like change the trajectory of their life. Like they were living a life that maybe didn't seem like it was their own or maybe they experienced an identity shift and I, something about the identity that kind of um, changed everything for them. Hi. Oh, <laughs> uh, you guys are oh, thank you for joining me. I know it's uh Friday night. Most people are living their lives and doing stuff, but <laughs> thank you for joining me. Uh let me just see if she's on. My guess she is. Invite her to come on. Accept. <laughs> there we go. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing great. You're <laughs> rocking my favorite color in the back right there. I love it. Purple? Yes. Yes. I've become so obsessed with purple over the past year or two. It's it's like, yeah, it's like one of my favorite now. Mm, I love it. I love it. So uh, we're officially meeting for the first time right now. <laughs> oh my God. And you know what's funny? This is actually like my first live ever from this account. Whoa, okay. Yeah, okay, no. I love it. <laughs> I feel so honored that you invited me to do this with you. It's such an amazing project, I think. Oh, thank you, thank you. You know, it's very chill. I feel like we all have stories, right? And the best ways I feel to tell your story is for you to tell yourself instead of having somebody else say it for you. And I just love these conversations because like, I don't want them to be perfect. They're not perfect. They're just like raw, open conversations with other people who could be across the world in another country or living different lives. I think yeah. we need more evidence of this, of people just doing things that maybe we want to do ourselves or maybe things that just kind of reminds us that like, hey, there's no such thing as normal. There's no such thing as like, you know, like rules, all of these things Like we get to make it up ourselves. Yeah, and exactly. And like the importance of meaningful conversations too, you know, I, I admire that. Absolutely. Well, thank you for spending your Friday night with me. <laughs> yeah, no worries. It's been so long overdue that we talk in person. Well, I know it's not in person, but virtually in person. <laughs> For sure. So um, I gave like a brief introduction just in case somebody is their first time listening or watching us right now. Just the whole purpose of you pretty much hit it on the, on the head is just having conscious conversations with people. Um, so tell us more about you, like who you are and how you show up in the world. Yeah, um, I'm Tawana. Um, so it's always hard for me to tell people what I do exactly because I dabble in so many different things. Um, so because we are multidimensional beings, we have limitless of potential. So it's always hard for me to tell people what I do, but I also always tell people that I am a mystic by soul, 
artist by heart, um, architectural designer by trade, and oh, everything wow. and anything by potential. Mm -hmm. So, um, how do I show up in the world? Um, I try to use all of my skills and be as authentic as I can be, and hopefully I can inspire other people to do exactly that. You know, I pray to God that I can do that. You know, just by being me, other people can inspire to be themselves as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And I obviously agree with you with being multidimensional and like multi-passionate. Yeah. This is one of my things. When people yeah. say, what do you do? I'm always like, define that because yeah. like, I do a lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You understand because I've been following yeah. you for a while and like I've seen that and I've sensed that. So yeah, multi-passionate. There's like, if we're talking about spiritual, spiritually, like we've had many lives where we, yeah. we've done different things. So mm -hmm. why just stick to one thing here right now when you have like many other things locked in a closet for you to discover about yourself, so. Love, love. It's like, it's like the reflection, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that sounds like me right now talking about <laughs> Uh, we're so much similar than you think, Shiva. Like, and I've read some of your stories too. Like, I can relate. Um, mm. Some of your very personal story you shared with your platform, and I can so relate to that. Especially like being uh, a person of Haitian um, tradition and background. Mm. So yeah, mm -hmm, definitely for sure, and I think that's how we connected on Instagram because like I was seeing your stuff. I don't know who followed who first, but I was like every time your stuff came up, I'm like, dang, like <laughs> this is like I love this, like, I feel this, like this is it's almost like 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 a remembrance. Whenever I would see your stuff, I'm like yes, like yes, <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about this. You show up. You're very in tune with your spirituality. You. Mm -hmm portray the fact that like you have a spiritual practice and it's very important for you to cultivate that mm -hmm. it's very important for you to show up and be bold and openly talk about these things yeah. um so because of myself like i can relate because we 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 are from haitian descent right like we were haitian yes. and our culture i feel mm -hmm. there's so much stigma and there's so many things that like we openly talk about that would be perhaps difficult to speak about them to our family members or our other people that are Haitian as well. How do you navigate that? How have you found um, that you're able to show up and talk about spirituality and talk about your own spiritual practice within like your family unit or your community? Yeah, well, actually at first, um, I, that, it was something that I was hiding. Like I didn't want to tell people about my true spiritual belief because I didn't want to get into conflict. And that's another thing about me. I had to learn as well how to stand my ground and speak for myself, how to activate my throat chakra, you know? I had to learn that. Um, so the way that I did that, it was shadow work. Just, it's either I'm 100% myself or I'm somebody else. So if I'm not 100% myself, I am giving myself like a big disservice by not following who I am. So I had to come to a point and be like, okay, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna talk about what I talk about, tell the world about 
who I am and if they want to accept it they can go ahead and accept it if not I'm sorry <laughs> you know mm -hmm. and I had to lose a lot of friendship because of that too because of like my spiritual path um, I had friends who didn't agree with what I do so it wasn't it wasn't easy mm -hmm. so but I, I wouldn't change it for the world I there's no one else I would rather be than that spiritual, creative, artistic person. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think it's so important that people stay true to who they are. Otherwise, you, you lose yourself. Like, mm -hmm. you lose yourself. <laughs> and that's not a good place to be at when you lose yourself. Because there's, gonna, there's always going to be a missing piece. To you who you are because your soul is here to be you your soul already know who you are it's just a your highest self already know who you are it's just waiting for you to like discover it like discover me discover me you know that that's your higher self mm -hmm. your higher self really want you to get in touch with who you truly are but mm -hmm. if you don't put your foot down and stay true to who you feel that you are mm -hmm you're gonna lose yourself and I also know that we're always changing mm -hmm. we're always shifting so whoever I am today I'm probably gonna be a next uh, a person an, another person in the next 30 minutes because I'm gonna learn something new so each minute you learn something new you become a different person because your consciousness changes mm -hmm. so yeah <laughs> How is that navigating? How is that navigating like your your family, if they're open to this kind of stuff, or did you find like resistance within that? Because I think the more of us are awakening, the more of us are openly talking about spirituality and talking about just like the way that we we we're changing things, right? We're openly talking about this. Like that in itself is so huge and it's so different from say like our parents, like our grandparents, perhaps. How did did you find any resistance with that, or how were, how did your family? Um, accept or maybe didn't accept <laughs> that part of you yeah some people some people in my family they're a bit resistant of that especially you know I I very much respect my tradition which is like voodoo I have so much respect for voodoo um, uh, you know my mom they all know about the tradition but they they're a bit you know hesitant of it but at the same time I find that they do respect it, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I'm so thankful that my mom does respect it. Um, my dad, he never say anything about it. My sister totally respect it. It's just mm -hmm. a matter of, okay, you do you, but you know, I'm just gonna do me. It, it's, it's, that, it's that type of thing. But mm -hmm. also my mom, she has this habit, whenever she needs something spiritual, she comes to me, you know? Even though she's like, oh, I don't want to mess with that. But whenever she's she needs something, she'll come to me and be like, "Hey, you know, can you can you pull a card for me? Can you <laughs> can you do like a little reading for me real quick?" So you know, it's that type of thing. Like they're scared of it. They're not gonna be in the open with it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, they respect the tradition. Mm -hmm. I find this fascinating with our culture, right? Because and I always say, like, I grew up in the church, but I always said my mom is the most spiritual and religious person that I know, which makes absolutely no sense. 
because like like my lineage right there's there's been lots of healers in my lineage and we openly talk about this in the family you know like my great grandma was healing people with herbs and with her hands we talk about this but there's still that like uncomfortable resistance to like we don't talk about it out loud we only talk about it within the family because if we talk about it out loud then it's like it's seen as something to do with like voodoo Mm -hmm. which has such a huge stigma attached to it Mm -hmm. you know so i i I just it's fascinating to me within the haitian culture how people be like oh no i don't mess with that oh no 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 you know but when you go deep into voodoo itself it's 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 a part of us it's a part of our like our ancestors did this like it is a part of us yeah it's fascinating to me yeah and it's crazy that you mentioned that some people are always so hesitant oh i don't do voodoo but the crazy part is what is voodoo not many people know what voodoo truly is like voodoo is like connection to spirit connection to the divine connection to nature connection to the elements to water it's it's shamanism you know but for some reason like the whole the whole tradition it's it's just like what happened you know it's definitely been demonized i mean if you look at the history of haiti or the history of humanities in itself we can see how certain races or certain cultures have certain things that have been demonized about them i mean i want to go deep into that now because that could take (laughs) that's a conversation that could take hours (laughs) yeah but for sure i think the more that we question um the society and the world that we live in the system that we we abide by the more that we question this, we can see that, you know, to question everything, to truly question everything, even the things that we just take as um, the norm. And that this is a huge one for me that I've had to the past two years, really look into like, why is there so much stigma against voodoo? Like, why is there so much, you know, you watch the movies and they talk about like Haiti and they bring this up like, oh no, like it's a bad thing. It's like the devil stuff. And, it's, and I really question myself, like, why is that? Yeah, well, I'll give you like the short answer. We're the first Black nation to win our independence, and that's with the help of voodoo, of Mm -hmm. course. I mean, the colonizer are going to try to demonize it. That's just the way the world works. So that's the short answer as to why it's demonized, you know? It's something so powerful that our people has, they don't want to give it that much power. So rather, they much rather demonize it and just... (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So. For sure. I came to that realization myself. <laughs> but yes. Okay. Yeah. So let's go back. You were talking about, um, so your family, like they accept you. They're very open to it. Um, yeah. And even your mom comes to you when she, when she needs some spiritual, spiritual aid. <laughs> yeah. So right. let's talk about when you first, or should I say, did you always feel a connection to um, like spirit or source? Mm-hmm. Or did you feel like the older that you got, the more you felt like a calling to go back to that or a calling to start researching or start looking within yourself? Like, how, how was that progress for you? Like, how was that journey for you? Well, I guess growing up, I've always felt spirit, right? But it's not until, like, I grew up and understand certain things, started, started researching certain things that I noticed, okay... I'm, I'm a bit different. Hold on. Hold on. I'm a bit different. And that's when I started realizing, okay, so I definitely do have some spiritual gifts and some spiritual connections. And that's when I started doing the 
meditation and like my shadow work and all those different things to strengthen my gifts but whenever i was younger there would be things that happened that used to be weird to me and i never understood what they were until mm-hmm. now but I, it's it's a journey i'm still learning mm-hmm. so and, and i think that happens with a lot of people you know a lot of times we are very talented and gifted but we don't realize it because we're so in this connection with who we are mm-hmm. so it's not it's not something that's very easy you have to connect it to who you are and that's when you'll start realizing all the amazing abilities that you have absolutely and i think for sure that's uh that's a part that you know when people say like be yourself be yourself i always kind of like cringe a little bit because i'm always like uh but the thing is most of us don't know who we are mm-hmm. so sometimes might be themselves when they don't know who they are it's almost like it's not going to connect right you know? it's more of like you know what lights you up what makes you forget about like checking your phone what makes you forget about checking the time what when you find yourself doing that just mm-hmm. like you feel so present and so connected to something outside of you and within you mm-hmm. what is that right. you know to me that's like that's a better question than to just like be yourself and like <laughs> right exactly so like uh actually during the past two years that's when i really started tapping into who i am because i don't know if you remember when we met online um i was actually married right yes <gasps> yes we had this conversation yes. we had a deep conversation random deep conversation about this <laughs> yes I was actually married and I went through like a serious spiritual awakening and dark night of the soul and that's really when I started tapping into who I am. Yeah, and I remember uh messaging you and asking you, "Oh my god, what can I do? What would you do?" like, <laughs> you know, because um I know you're familiar with the whole term soul connection twin flame yada yada and all that <laughs> stuff you know but it's true when you meet a member of your soul um family it really activates you to mm. who you're supposed to be and it's like a tough journey because you have to go to the deepest part of yourself like like the dark part of yourself yeah. so that you can like transmute that energy and rise above everything and that's the moment like that's the moment mm-hmm. after you got out of that moment that's when you really start tapping into you who you are it's the spiritual awakening mhm mm-hmm. so would you say that was a huge shift for you going through mm-hmm. um, marital problems with your with your uh, ex-husband i'm assuming because oh. you said you were married <laughs> yes Yes, definitely that that was like a spiritual awakening for me. Mm-hmm. Um because I had to learn how to make decision based on me and how I was feeling. Mm-hmm. I had to learn to do what makes me happy. I had to learn to stop people pleasing. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I I had to get over the feeling of shame and guilt 
and all of that and you know these are like some of the lowest vibration you know it happens to all of us we get there all of us get there every now and then but mm -hmm. i had to learn how to get out of that so it was tough it was very tough but it was also the moment where my creativity started sparking because even though i was depressed and stressed my therapy was art my therapy was painting that mm -hmm. and i made some of the most amazing piece during those times and no one would know that i was going through that because yeah. i would create so many beautiful art pieces mm -hmm. that's beautiful you were channeling all of that pain and all these emotions into into art into something beautiful yeah i was yes oh we just <laughs> Oh, you so said that. Also me as you're oh. alchemizing it. I love that. Yes, exactly. And you know, what the funny part is, whatever you go through, no matter if it's something bad, it's preparing you for your purpose. Like whatever you go through, in the moment you might not realize it, but your hard times are preparing you for your purpose. And now I'm like starting to teach art alchemy. You know, mm -hmm. like class, making class, doing that. So whatever you go through, it's preparing you for your purpose. Mm. That's beautiful. Let's yeah. go back to um, when you realize that like something had to change. When you realize you were like, I don't like you're not happy or you feel like you're not being yourself. Mm -hmm. Can you remember that exact, was it like an exact moment where you're just kind of like, okay, like I'm done. Like I can't, I can't, something had to change. Or was it just like things were stacking up to the point that you were like, okay, like, no, 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 no. Like this is time. You know what I mean? Like did it stack yeah. up or was it just like one significant moment that just kind of like woke you up? Oh, this going to be a crazy story. But first it was stacking up because very early on, I did realize that, okay, maybe this is not going to work. But, you know, I stuck up with it. I was like, okay, well, I made the decision. I might as well just, <laughs> you know, stay in it. But then I'm also a big dreamer too. But then I had a dream, okay? I had a dream. I heard a voice told me, hey, there's a dark cloud coming. You, you better buckle up. And I was like, Oh my god <laughs> like oh. in, my, in the dream i was like oh my god now i'm scared so i woke up when i woke up literally it's like a switch as went as went on like literally a switch like everything was so different like i could see things so different from how i was seeing them before like i was confused for days because of this i'm like what is happening because it's literally a life switch went on and yeah. all of a sudden, I'm asking myself, what happened? Mm. How did I end up in this marriage for that long? Wow. Why am I like that? Why am I so unhappy? What am I going to do? I don't like my job. What am I going to do? Who am I exactly? And all these questions started <laughs> running my mind. It was crazy. It's just, just like that. Mm. And I was sad and depressed and asking myself those questions for about four months, literally Shiva, I'm not kidding. I was in bed for like three months straight. I would literally go to work, come back, <laughs> come back from work, 
go to bed. Yeah. Sad, not saying anything, not eating. It, it was weird. It was it was really weird. Mm. Wow, that's <laughs> tough. Um, I have this theory that before we get to that point, there's always like signs. There's always like little whispers where your soul kind of whispers and tries to get your attention. And most of the time, we don't pay attention to it, right? And then eventually, it's like a shove. And then eventually, it's just like, okay, we're done. Like, we try to be nice about this. <laughs> like, it's time. So that's why I'm going to ask this question. Because I feel like, yeah, like, before you get to, like, that point, there's always signs. There's always, like, little opportunities. There's always, like, little shifts that happen. And yeah. most of the time, we don't surrender to it until we feel like, you know, it's like, crap, now I don't have a choice. I have to. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, there were signs. There were like a lot of little signs that pile up into big <laughs> signs. Yeah. Um, and I was just taking my time with it. Mm -hmm. You know, I like, I knew I wasn't happy, but then I was like, well, I'm just happy. I don't want to, I don't want to um, disappoint his family. I don't want to disappoint my family, my friends. I'm just going <laughs> to stay in it you know yeah so yeah so then your soul was like no we need to grow and evolve we need to do this so wake up mm -hmm. yeah wow that's tough that's a really tough thing to navigate especially when you know you're connected with somebody and you you want to honor their feelings and you want to honor the the union you yeah. know and give it the respect and love that it deserves that's that's yeah. tough that's a tough space to be in yeah that's it's beautiful for you to um yeah, for you to have gone through that. So let's talk about where you are now. So before you said that you, you hold a lot of hats, you do a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. How do you feel um, or how do you navigate all of these different things that you do and still show up for yourself in the sense of like your self-care and making sure that like you, yeah, like you're taking care of your vessel, taking care of your mind and your heart and your soul. Yeah, um, meditation is a big part of my life because since I always have so much going through my mind it's needed for me to take some time off and meditate and not think about anything um, and I think discipline plays also a big part and organization set time for certain things trying to like have a schedule is really what helps me mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And art, I love doing art. So on the weekend when I'm not working, I do my art, listen to some music. And music is also very therapeutic too. I, music, music just does it for me too. Like when I'm cleaning in the morning, listening to some good music, dancing. So this is also a big part of my self-care and, you know, taking my spiritual bath <laughs> as well. So yeah very cool so having a practice is definitely important for you yeah. Like, yeah you know when you're out of alignment the practice you know is gonna is gonna bring you back mm -hmm. beautiful so you talk about um mastery a lot right yeah. like you talk about mastery now what in what sense do you mean mastery like mastery of self or mastery of and what does that look like for you so mastery to me is balance you know mentally balanced spiritually balanced and emotionally balanced um to me is like knowing how to like interconnect these three different 
parts of who who you are like mind body and soul so it's like the connection of all all those things and that's what mastery means to me mm, i love that yeah it's beautiful. beautiful so tell me more about or if you are experiencing a shift right now because i know there's like on a global scale everyone's experiencing a shift every single day every single person i don't care who you are what life you're living right now we are all experiencing this shift like there's even if it's just like one thing if it's a job relationship family mm-hmm. friends like health like whatever it is every single one of us right now is experiencing a shift if mm-hmm. you are okay to share maybe the shift that you're currently experiencing or what it looks like for you or how you're you're allowing yourself to move through it yeah, I think the biggest shift for me right now is now that I'm I'm starting to be so happy with my own presence, like much more happy with my own presence. Now I know that I do not need like a person to complete me. I do not need a person to make me whole because I am already whole. Mm-hmm. And that makes me so happy. It's not that I don't need like a person, a partner. Yeah. It's just that I'm comfortable in my own body now. I'm comfortable giving myself the love that I want now. Mm-hmm. And to me, that is like one of the biggest shifts in my life. And that is what's happening right now. And I actually just moved to my own place for the first time by myself. Mm-hmm. Me and my cat. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's such a huge shift for me too because now I am getting even more clearer on what I want to do in my life, mm-hmm. what kind of service I do want to provide, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's just a shift. It's just self-love, you know, self-love, putting myself first, setting boundaries with people. It's just putting my foot down now, mm-hmm. standing my ground is, is, is it for me right now. Mm. Uh, it, it makes me so happy I don't know why but it just makes me so happy like I'm free you know yeah. <laughs> it's freedom it really is freedom to be able to love your own presence and be comfortable in your own presence is freedom absolutely yeah absolutely. and I wish that for everybody <laughs> same <laughs> absolutely yeah oh, that's so beautiful um you talked about being authentic. So clearly this is important to you to be authentic. Yeah. How yeah. do you find navigating the social media world and speaking about things like self-love and, and wellness and the spiritual mm-hmm. practice mm-hmm. in a way that may not necessarily look like, how can I say this? Because if we look at like self-care or like wellness or, you know, um, even spirituality, there's almost like, this idea of like everything is perfect right look at all these things sometimes i i'm like shaking my head and i'm like it's like scripted it's like yeah it's a script you should follow this because of that (laughs) yes exactly so i'm curious to know like how do you make sure that when you're because you're choosing to you're choosing to to lead in a way you are when you speak up about these things and you want to offer services in a way you're choosing to to see yourself as a leader knowing yeah. that there are others that you're influencing so yeah. how do you take on that responsibility to make sure that you show up as your form oh you're breaking up oh sorry
what does that look like for you? Oh, um, so for me, I always tell people that I'm on the journey myself too. I'm, I'm on the journey of healing my own trauma, on the journey of becoming the best version of myself. So everything that I speak about are things that I am learning within my own experience. Uh, and I never force nobody to actually taking what I'm saying into their own practice and their own life. And, but what I hope is that you can be inspired by, by what I'm saying. You can come into realization with what I am saying. So honestly, I don't listen to what other people say. It's just literally, I'm a channeler. Literally, it just comes to my mind and I just type it in. Mm. That's literally how it comes to me. And recently, I had a friend, we had a fallout, and she was like, you need to stop giving advice to people, go get your healing done. And to me, that was hilarious, because he's also a practitioner, like a practitioner, or like a spiritual guru, <laughs> and whatnot. But for you to tell someone to stop, you know, helping people or inspiring people because they have their own trauma is horrible. I think this is horrible because everybody's on their own journey. And mm -hmm. like, you're never in somebody else's shoe. So there's no way you can know how someone is dealing with their own trauma. The best you can do is hope that whatever you're singing is inspiring others. Mm -hmm. And with the whole straight and on spirit, spirituality, all of that, I, I do not follow it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just that I make my own rules. I I walk to the beat of my own drum. I just, I don't know. <laughs> That's just how it is for me. Mm -hmm. I love so, how you said that. Yeah. I love that you said that about um your, your friend or your former friend saying something about how you need to go heal before you can give other people's advice because this is something that I feel like is so, is one of the reasons why people who are choosing to lead almost feel like they have to put on a certain image, right? Of like perfection of like, oh, I've healed all of my stuff. And it's like, there's no such thing, right? There's never going to be a point where you're like, ah, I'm so enlightened. There's nothing that triggers me. Like life is just beautiful, roses and sunshine and butterflies every single day. Yeah. Yeah, we're all on the journey, man. We're all healing. We all, we all have a bunch of trauma that we're trying to heal and be the best person that we can be, you know? And people have the tendency of thinking that people who share their stories, people who are inspiring others are supposed to be like angels, you know, <laughs> perfection. No, it's not like that. We have a bunch of shit to deal with too, you know? Mm -hmm. And and that's how I show my authenticity. I don't hide it for nobody. I know I have a shit tons of things that I need to work on myself. But I do also understand that life is a journey. I'm learning as I go. And I am sharing as I go as well. And that's the, the only thing I can do. That's the best way I can do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yeah, because you, you have to integrate, at least I feel like, if you're choosing to um, speak up and, and, and share certain things. And yeah. share like wisdom, especially from a spirituality standpoint, is yeah. to integrate the lessons yourself and to mm -hmm. make sure that like you're 
doing the work too right instead of like i've done the work okay now i'm gonna help you do the work it's like no we're doing it together as i'm doing the work i'm integrating it so i can better serve you so i can better like show up as my full self and you can see that reflection yeah you right and also as an artist too authenticity is so important you know with social media it's so easy to compare yourself with other people and you know but one thing I I do apply when it comes to keeping my authenticity and my artistic and creative work is that it's something I call tunnel vision, right? Mm-hmm. Tunnel vision. Like you see somebody else doing something and you're like, oh, wow, why can't I do that? You know, mm-hmm. this person has a lot of followers, yada, yada. But then you have to come back to yourself and ask yourself, okay, what is my purpose? Mm-hmm. Where am I trying to go? And you literally have a tunnel vision in, in where you're trying to head, like where you see yourself. And just don't worry about <laughs> anybody on the sides. Just focus. Mm-hmm. So this is one way I keep my authenticity in my work. It's just that I, I listen to... I listen to my heart, I follow my passion, listen to my compass, and follow the compass. Yeah, somebody just asked, what is the foundation of your authenticity? I'm not quite sure. (laughs) What is the foundation of your authenticity? The foundation of my authenticity. The foundation of my authenticity, I am still looking for that. I am discovering that because the foundation is very deep, I think. Mm. Um, I think the foundation of our soul is very deep and the journey is to finally get there you might not even get there eventually but the journey is keep going higher and higher but right now the foundation of my authenticity is spirituality mm-hmm. creativity and tradition tradition and culture is very important to me so i think that's the foundation of my authenticity and who I am. So those are all the things that I take very seriously in my practice and my creativity. So yeah, I, I would say that is my the foundation. <laughs> I love that. I don't know if this was, I mean, I could answer it too. I don't know if uh, Matthew wants me to yeah, answer it. I would love that. to hear yours too. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I guess I would say the foundation of my authenticity is the, it's the remembrance of my soul came here to evolve and to grow so whatever i'm going through whatever situation i find myself whoever i'm 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 around i always remember like what is the purpose here is to evolve and to grow and how can i evolve and grow within this specific situation it could be me at literally at a grocery store and i just like make eye contact with somebody you know am i gonna smile or am i gonna pretend like that's not another human being that's like i just made eye contact with you know so it's always that like that evolution and that growth for me that's for me that's i feel like that's but i love your answer too because tradition like all that goes into it as well like like my culture like all of these things helps me realize that i don't have to be normal and i don't have to fit in within any box that i could just be myself whatever that looks like whatever phase i'm going through to just be it (laughs) yeah and the journey is all about growth and self-discovery so I, I think essentially that is the foundation. It's your curiosity to to discover who you are and your need 
and want to grow. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, girl. <laughs> well, I hope we answered that, Matthew. <laughs> that's uh, yeah, that's really cool. Um, what would you say to somebody who is perhaps like, and because you mentioned before that you were like in the spirituality closet, what would you say to somebody who's currently in the spirituality closet and maybe they're they're seeking guidance or they're seeking community or they're seeking something and and they just don't quite know where to start looking or how to get out of the closet what would be like the best advice the first thing you would say to somebody who's in that space i would say it's either you choose you or other people and if you are still in the closet it may be that you are still choosing other people over yourself and the crazy part is eventually you are going to be forced you're no matter how you put it you're going to be forced you're going to be forced to get out of that closet because there's going to be a moment where you won't you won't have no choice but to get out so choose yourself choose yourself (laughs) Mm. what would you say if somebody's answer to that is that it's selfish (laughs) you know people have a bad stigma about selfish okay is it really selfish or you choosing yourself i I think choosing yourself and selfishness is different you know Mm -hmm. i think there's a fine line between selfishness and choosing yourself because if if it comes to the point where you have choose it's either you choose yourself and other people and you choose yourself, that's not selfishness. I don't think that's selfishness. I think that's you looking out for you and you choosing you for your happiness. Mm-hmm. And with spirituality, I don't think it has anything to do with selfishness when it comes to choosing your spirituality. Because if you don't end up choosing yourself, you're literally throwing your life, <laughs> your life purpose your soul's purpose to choose somebody else's purpose and beliefs so yeah i I don't i don't think it's selfishness at all you know i i just think people have like a really bad connotation about selfishness Mm -hmm. you know so Mm -hmm. i get that if you're not hurting anybody (laughs) yeah i get that i think for me um this has come up before obviously that's why i brought it up but (laughs) i think for me is to realize that choosing yourself or making sure that like you like within your own home within yourself is good by doing that you're actually able to show up and serve more people from that space Mm -hmm. and you're able to do it with more confidence and more power yeah when you're choosing other people or you go into life with other people's or other um, things dictating who you are, what you do, the, yeah. how you spend your time and your energy. Yeah. There's always that conflict. There's always something within you that knows it's not okay. And there's always that you're lacking confidence, right? There's always that lack of confidence. Like, oh, should I do this? Should I do that? Oh, I don't know. Like, it's it's yeah. all over the place. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like it helps you realize that you actually do end up having more power and more confidence the more that you yeah. do that. Exactly because you become a bit more aligned honestly mm-hmm. you become a bit more aligned when you choose you and your own path your own spiritual path you become more aligned 
with who you are and who you're supposed to be. And that's not to say too, if someone feel like they should be religious and they choose religion too, yeah, go ahead. If that's what works for you, go ahead, Absolutely. you know? Choose whatever your soul feels like is Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Like I said, like my mom's the most religious and <clears throat> the most spiritual person that I know. <laughs> and somehow she makes it work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, that. right? Whatever mm -hmm. works for you is it. <laughs> and I think that's also what I really, really want to highlight and want to, you know, remind people over and over and over again is that the norm, the the paradigm, the set of beliefs that have been put in place, mm -hmm. if you are completely okay with everything, if you really feel like you're living yourself and you're happy, truly happy deep down, good. I mean, it works for you. But mm -hmm. to also realize that that's not always the case if you feel some sort of resistance or feel some sort of uncomfortable rub or something you just off about it to follow that because yeah. that probably means that these beliefs do not work for you and mm -hmm. you can figure out what works for you you get to create that you get to yeah you get to create new beliefs and you get to maybe like change your whole life and know that you're still following something deep within you that's yeah. still you and you still got you <laughs> yeah yeah, and that's one of the things about um, us humans, too. We we love faith. We love having some sort of faith, some sort of belief. So mm -hmm. no matter if you believe in Allah, your deities, in, in a rock, trust me, it will. you speak to that rock, it will help you, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it, it's a matter of perception, really. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Have you found that because you talk about um, shadow work a lot and I know this is something that comes up a lot in the wellness world and in the spirituality world. Um, so what I've realized myself and I'm wondering if you feel the same way that when we talk about shadow work, a lot of people automatically think of spirituality. But what I've found is that a lot of it has to do with more of like mindset stuff and more with unlearning. Right. And like rewiring like our conscious minds and our subconscious minds. Instead of just like spirituality, right? Like in the yeah. sense of like meditation and like woo woo stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. No, was that your question? Yeah. So like, can you agree yeah. with this, or can you relate to this, or? <laughs> yeah, I totally can relate to this because at first I thought it was like a spiritual thing, but then I found out it's actually psychological. Yes. Yeah. Term Carl Jung came up with mm -hmm. about you know brightening your horizon when it comes to your consciousness mm -hmm. so yeah you're right you're definitely right it's about learning and relearning unlearning to relearn mm -hmm. and rewiring your brain and that, i had to do a lot of that in the, the past three years i had to do a lot of that in order for me to actually um embody that divine feminine energy within myself you know it was kind of like some sort of initiation for me because shadow work with shadow work you have to like change your perspective and also understand other people's perspective as well yeah so, yeah. yeah so what is shadow work for you i'm curious well to me is shadow work I, like I said, I've had a few traumas that were not favorable in my past. Um, 
abuse, molestation when I was in Haiti and all of that. So I had to dig all the way back to that and understand, okay, I had a really hard time saying no to people and I had to go back to my childhood and understand, okay, why is it so hard for me to say no to people? And then I started like going back to different memories I have different situations that happened in the past and I'm like okay so this is why it's so hard for me to say no to people you get what I mean so it's a matter of you going back to your past experiences and analyze them and ask yourself why and there's something I've also learned is asking yourself the five whys I don't know if you come across that but asking yourself the five whys. So like, let's say, okay, it's hard for me to say no to people. And I ask myself why? Oh, because I like people pleasing. Why do you like people pleasing? The why ladder, yeah. Yeah, the why. <laughs> so like you ask yourself the why five yeah. times. And that's a literally a technique that I use in my shadow work to go to the root of the problem. and and also find the solution to the problem. Mm -hmm. So this this was the way I did my shadow work. And I'm still doing that because I'm still learning and I'm still human. And the crazy part about shadow work is that every time you find a solution to something, something else comes up, you know, that you were not even aware of. I'm like, oh, now I got to deal with that, you know? <laughs> Now I get to deal with this. That's what I said. I'm always like, this is amazing. I get to deal with this now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right? Thing, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. I love your definition of shadow work. I love that. Especially that you, you stated that it's something in the present that you're not quite um, comfortable with or something in the present that you, you feel like you need to work on or you need to mm -hmm. look at and then you go yeah. back and figure out like, why is this in my present right now? And go back to yeah. myself. I yeah. love that. And it's also a matter of like balancing that, right? Mm -hmm. So I always say that the qualities that you don't like about yourself are sometimes some of the most important qualities that you also carry. So people pleasing, right? People pleasing can be harmful. But mm -hmm. at the same time, if I own a business, I can have great customer service because I like to please my customers. Mm -hmm. So it's a matter of like balancing that. Mm. So, I like that switch. That's a nice, yeah. that's a nice perception switch. Yeah, <laughs> it's like your greatest gifts—the stuff you hate about yourself. Find out why. Yeah, <laughs> your greatest gifts. Mm. Yeah, and also, also the ego as well. Sometimes we talk about you know how the ego is bad, yada yada, but the ego is sometimes can be good because too much of nothing is not good. Too little of nothing is not good yeah. either. So like. If you don't have any ego at all, that can affect your self-confidence too, you know? Yeah. Me personally, that's what I think. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> absolutely agree with you. Absolutely agree with you. I think ego, even shadow work, and there's so many things that get a bad rep because we yeah. looked at it from one dimension instead of yeah. like the multi-dimensional aspect of that thing just like everything just like ourselves and in yeah. terms of ego i always say you know ego can be for sure if it keeps you from, from connecting deeply to yourself and other people for mm -hmm. sure like look at it and figure out why 
but your ego can also be a great tool to remind you how within the collective you're an individual and you are worthy and you are yourself perfectly made as yourself within the collective therefore it's not a bad thing right calling it bad or good is is mm-hmm. our mind putting labels on things yeah mm-hmm. i love that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love that yeah yeah so how would you feel for somebody who interacts with you whether in person or on social media or within your business because i know you also do jewelry and Mm -hmm. i i so wish like the post office would stop being such a hater because it makes no sense why me buying like like they literally charge me like five times the fee of like the actual product and i'm always like this makes no sense anyways how would you want somebody who interacts with you and your work um how would you want them to feel what do you want them to walk away with after they interact with you um i want them to feel inspired i also want them to feel like they can be anything potential is something that i'm also very big on so i i do need people to understand like how like you can literally be anything in this universe like literally it's out there for you to grab Mm-hmm. It's out there for you to grab. And this is one of the reasons why, like, my shop, I've stopped selling stuff for now because I do want to integrate more of a spiritual-based product. Mm-hmm. And so now I started doing affirmation cards, which mm-hmm. I will post them in 2022. I have big plans for 2022. So, yeah, I do want people to feel inspired. I do want people, whenever they have my products, or read something from me they feel inspired they feel like if this girl can do it too i can definitely do it you know mm-hmm. so it's just that I, I want people to realize their power mm-hmm. you know realize their power i want people to know that their mind is limitless like the mind your mind works for you your <laughs> it's just a matter of how you program your mind but the mm-hmm. mind works for you so in nlp we say that our minds are goal achieving machines and we're the ones who make the goals and it just goes and achieves it for us mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> that's how i feel that's exactly how i feel mm-hmm. you so you you hit on something that i want to i want to touch on really quick um uh i'd love to talk about privileges right mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. as because something that came up for me uh maybe like a few years ago i wrote a post about how most people aren't living the lives that they want because they don't know what they want. Mm-hmm. And I had a woman comment that she was very triggered, obviously. Um, and she said, I, I said it from a very privileged space and that she's just focusing on surviving. And a comment like that, it, it made her feel bad in the sense that she's like, yeah, but I, I'm just focused on surviving right now. So for me to even, you know, like say this, it was like, no, like you're obviously living in la-la land because like it's not this the case for everyone and yeah. i tried to have a conversation with her she was very like she cursed me and like blocked me <laughs> you know because i really wanted to like talk with her and it's funny because i even commented on her post i was like you may look at me right now and see privilege and i can honestly say like i do have many privileges but i've also had to overcome a lot of things i'm also in the space that i am now because i was able to look past a lot of things that happened in my past and use that as fuel 
and mm-hmm. use these opportunities. So of course I can acknowledge my privilege, but also knowing that I can, you know, respectfully see that you may have an image of me that you may not necessarily know like the whole story. Mm-hmm. You know? So let's talk about that really quick. Like how do you feel or do you feel that you have had certain privileges that allow you to maybe even be so open about spirituality or that allows you to be able to invest in all of your uh, creativity, all of your yeah, creative endeavors and all the things that you do. Yeah. Um, that's funny because I say exactly what you say sometimes to people and they call me ignorant and <laughs> all of that. You know, I don't understand because I'm always privileged. But I honestly, I don't think so. Because to me, I call that victim mentality, honestly, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not coming from a place of me being, being ignorant. But it's just like, yes, we do go through certain things, but what are we doing to change it? What are we doing to find a solution, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't feel like, okay, when it comes to like being privileged in Haiti, I've always had a good life, right? I've had a good life. I ate very well, but I also did my best to help friends if they needed help. Mm-hmm. and all of that even here too I've always did my best but at the same time some of us go through a lot of things mentally too you know I went through a lot of mental obstacle and challenges you know if I wanted to I could have I could have done things that would affect my future but i decided not to and so i think everyone has a choice like truly truly we all have a choice to change our reality Mm -hmm. Uh, this is how i think i may not be right and later i might i might find that what i'm saying is not right because hey this is a growth journey but right now what i believe is that we all have a chance to change our react to change our reality Mm -hmm. it's and it, it, it's all in the mind. We have to change the way we think because our mind is powerful. Like, if we're always defensive, always in the victim mentality, we're always going to be the victim. Mm-hmm. But if we want to gain victory, we have to get out of that victim mentality and change it and totally change our reality. Mm-hmm. You know, because there have been times where I was also the victim you know, mm-hmm. and I had to get out of that victim mentality. Mm-hmm. And, and I know it's possible for a lot of us to do that because, you know, we control the mind. It's just like, yeah. we have the power to do that. So, yeah. I love that you acknowledge the fact that this is my answer now and it may change in the future. This is my answer at this that is so beautiful and so <laughs> and so powerful to even acknowledge that like this is how I think now this is what yeah. I'm feeling now and knowing that like it may change in the future because like the future hasn't happened yet so it may change and I have yeah. I'll have certain experiences that changes this right now mm-hmm. oh, I yeah. love that I love that so much <laughs> also, also the fact that you say that um that um it's all in the mind I think it's difficult for people when they're going through tough times to realize that they can step back and actually um, 
and not like not think of yourself as a victim but i think when you're in survival mode to realize that like when you're in survival mode there's certain parts of your brain that cannot be accessed because you're just in survival mode and to yeah. acknowledge that even within that there are still opportunities that you can do even just one thing at a time even just one step that you can take towards the kind of life that you want to live or towards something that you you truly want to achieve even just yeah. one step i feel like yeah. the fear sometimes it's the fear that keeps people stuck in that victimhood or keeps them stuck in that this is the only thing that i know therefore it's the only thing that i'm going to be doing and the only thing that i can do yeah, yeah. and you know people would think like that and you know there can be such an anger created and so it's so easy for you know us to become defensive if we're in that mindset it's so easy for us to have so much anger and hatred and and resentment towards other people because we think that you know they're privileged you know but shit some of us deal with a it's probably not showing but we some of us deal with a lot of shit mentally if just because we're not complaining about it mm -hmm. or showing it to the world it doesn't mean that you know it's not there mm -hmm. you know we just decide to to react to it differently you know but no one has it easy i love that i'm just gonna scroll because i think i see i see a few comments okay hide the bottom so I don't get distracted. Misunderstood mm -hmm. <laughs> for confidence. That's interesting. I'm not sure I necessarily agree with that. I think when I stated about ego is more of the individuality. So making sure that like you as an individual and how you fit within the collective, that's more of what I meant. <laughs> Um, but egos can block development for sure. And again, if you're focusing on a status quo, I think she just froze. I don't know if she's going to come back or if you guys can hear me, but <laughs> um, blocking from development for sure. That's what I was saying. Like if you're, oh yeah, she got, she got kicked off. But if you're um, operating from, you know, that growth mindset of that growth and the evolution it is a completely different thing than just having an ego run your life in terms of like, I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the best. Because if you're the best, you're not going to leave space for growth, right? For like soul growth and evolution. Don't know if we, if you have any other question. I don't think so. I'm just going to wait to see if she's going to come back on. We need to go beyond thinking. Yes, I love that. I love that. There we go. She's going to come back in. It's funny because we're almost at the end of it. Oh, I think she got blue. Oh, there she is. I don't know what happened. Instagram doesn't <laughs> want us to talk about these things. <laughs> um. So what was the comment about? Um. I, I kind of went and answered a few of them. <laughs> Oh, okay. But um, he made a comment about ego. This is the part that I, I spoke on a bit. How ego uh, can be misconstrued as uh, for confidence and also how um, egos can block development, which I kind of went back and talked about how if you're operating from an ego of, you know, you're the best, then you're not really leaving space for that growth. 
right you know the respect right. for like i don't know everything so that's to me that's it's different right it's the whole aspect of like which part of it are you uh cultivating is it like that growth you know like i'm an individual and i want to grow within myself and i want my soul to evolve or is it like yeah. i know everything and i have everything and my life is perfect yeah 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 well the goal is not to operate on ego you know it's there it's supposed to be there if we have it that means it's there for a reason exactly. and that means that we have it here on this realm to experience it mm -hmm. right and this is as far as i know this is like the only type of experience where we have the ego within ourselves when we trans transition to another plane or a spiritual realm the ego is gone but there's a reason why we have it on this earth you know there's a reason why we have it we don't have to operate on it it can be here it can be here but you don't have to act on it mm -hmm. yeah i love that yeah that's a beautiful way of putting it um yeah. do you have any um any well you've mentioned that you work in affirmation cards and for next year you have a lot of things coming um yeah. is there anything right now in terms of like your offerings that you want to talk about or you want to let people know anybody who's listening to this of how they can work with you or <laughs> get some of your services yeah um currently i do full moon circles where we meditate we manifest we release we heal and then we paint so it's kind of like sip and paint but it's more of a spiritual uh, right it's more of a spiritual way where we just tap into our trauma and based on the meditation that i model myself we're gonna get out some we're gonna get some colors out of that some images out of that and then we're gonna put it all on canvas and you know so that's why i do right now in texas <laughs> you're in texas yeah. i'm in houston texas girl wow i did not know that <laughs> yeah i am so if you're in the houston area let's link up even if you're in other places in texas too just follow me and keep up with me in my full circles so yeah that's so cool i love that i love like merging the art with that like that's really cool that's different i love that that's really cool yeah yeah well i'm just gonna see if anybody has any other question i'm just trying to be considered qualified qualified for what <laughs> who said that oh i can't see anything so <laughs> this is um it's maddie maddie p from the d <laughs> I, I don't know if he's still alive, but I'm curious about what he means, but I'm just trying to be uh, considered qualified. Huh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, Maddie, Matthew, <laughs> you want to help us out here? Okay, well, maybe we'll give him a few, uh, couple of seconds to see if he can clarify that comment. <laughs> yeah, I would love to know. <laughs> if anybody has any other questions or comments, let us know. Otherwise, I'm just going to wrap this up and thank this lovely human spiritual being for taking the time and spending it with me this friday night yeah um yeah so yeah i'm just gonna i guess okay uh seriously though thank you this was amazing and i love 
speaking with other people of Haitian descent, just like myself, because I feel like we have a we have a unique perspective on things like spirituality, on things like living like a creative life, or you know, like being open about having multiple um, passions. Passion. <laughs> yeah so I, yeah. Love that. I love seeing your perspective and how much it resembles mine too because i think that's why you and i connect so well we we, we have that reflection where we see we see each other like in in one another yeah. it's alignment you know it's alignment exactly so thank you mm-hmm. so much for taking the time this was awesome thank you for sharing uh part of your story with us i know it's not always yeah. easy to talk about deep things especially in terms of um, like past relationships and things that you've been through, but I mm-hmm. so honor the path that you're on and thank you for being you and thank you for, for showing up as your full self and thank you for being open to following your shifts and being open to not being so stuck on one version of yourself. That's the best way I think to summarize who yeah. you are. <laughs> I'm a butterfly, baby. I love you know, it. I love it. Transforming, transitioning. I love it. You know, I'm so excited for the journey. Thank you so much for inviting me to chat with you. Keep on doing the great work that you're doing. I am so proud of you as my Haitian sister, Mystique. You know, shoot for the star, girl. Shoot for the stars. Thank you. Thank you so much. Keep doing your thing. This was awesome. All right. Well, have a lovely uh, night. <laughs> you too. <laughs> Bye. Bye.